Hey everyone, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. You signed on for part two of volume 53 from October of 1993. Playing With Power podcast is an issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power magazine. It has off-color jokes. And I am your host, Ben, and with me as always is my co-host, Mike. Hello. And John. It's mostly off-color jokes, by the way. Very little Nintendo Power content. So you're signing on. Uh, we we make. Page. I just want to let you know we make very few colored jokes. <laughs> They're mostly off-color jokes. Um, <laughs> Speaking of virtual, color, vir- virtual Valerie has left us for the second half. You, you know, obviously it's later in the week for everyone, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. she is not not joining us for the second. Turns half. out the she, racism, uh, misogyny, and the rape jokes might have scared off the female. Well, and also, the lore of a Nintendo Switch as well, yes. from what I understand. So. I don't think we, we drew her off. I think she wanted to get a Switch. No, nah, she's one of our <laughs> mind. But, uh, With her main yeah. thing. Yeah, she's out getting the Nintendo Switch. She's so, good, good people. Like we're, like Adrian Peterson's kid, she's getting the Switch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that uh, <laughs> yeah, fake advertisement we thought of? <laughs> it was like, go get, my, go get your Switch, boy. Again, he's like he's like cowering, he's cowering in the corner, like no, no, oh god, hands on the console. What? <laughs> I love you, son. All right, all right. So on, uh, we're we're picking up on page sixty-eight in the Game Boy section. So we passed the uh, Super Nintendo section. We passed the comic book, all that good stuff in the first half. Uh, if you want to <laughs> listen to it, check it out. Feature, uh, the, we just finished reading Star Fox, the original motherfucker. Uh, the cover game was Super Empire Strikes Back. Game Boy section first game we're talking about is Mortal Kombat. So they're doing. I don't. I don't know if I ever remember like cross uh, platform like the Super Nintendo and Game Boy editions coming out in the same month. So uh, Midway did a good job with this, like getting everything out at the same time. It did. Well, normally they. I mean, in the past Nintendo Power, they've just kind of mentioned. Ports sometimes, or they feel like mm. different episodes, different issues. They've they've talked about the ports. I actually had this this copy of the game. This is the only oh, Mortal Kombat God. I ever owned. Was the, was oh, the game no. version? Oh my! Ugh. It was pretty good actually. It's a little it's a little slow. It's not as fast. I'll give you that. It's you know it's you have to make very deliberate kind of movements. So it's not really the fast paced action game you might be used to. But um, hey. From the Game Boy in 1993, <coughs> mm, what a world! <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, we see so the it's same a black and white version. We see the same screenshot, the same inserts for each character is the exact same as the comic book one that was used in the Super Nintendo one, and it follows the same theme of two mm-hmm. special moves, playing as them or playing against them. But luckily, they uh, I guess they just ran out of space to tell us like how to beat Goro with it. Yeah, and uh, you get a few fewer players. You don't get uh, Johnny Cage. Uh, who else don't you get? I'm missing someone here. Um, Sub-Zero. Oh, no, you got Sub-Zero, Scorpion. Okay, let's do the Mortal Kombat song. Kano. Luke Kang. <laughs> Raiden. Johnny Cage. Sonya. Sub-Zero. Who else is it? So, Scorpion. Do we not do Scorpion? Okay. Scorpion's mm. in here. Mortal Kombat! 
So yeah, it's it's Mortal Kombat like with a shittier way to play it and much inferior graphics. So yep, it's black and white. There you go. That's pretty much it. There's no campaign to it. You just play it. Oh okay. I think there's are there are there fatalities? Uh, yep. Yeah. I see. There finish are. him. Finish her. Finish him. Put up here. Hmm. Yeah, Sub Zero can um, cool off an opponent with his finishing move. Yeah, there's just no Johnny Cage, and you can't play as Goro or anything. And I don't know that there was a two-player versus the Cable or none. So, anyways, that's Mortal Kombat. Next right. game: Sports Illustrated Championship Football and Baseball. And here we so get to see uh, John in his favorite pastime, standing behind someone, <laughs> some guy bent over. I heard a good joke oh. today. Do you know a jo- you know a Jobs that doesn't exist anymore? Steve? Steve Jobs? Yeah. So I like my mile away. So is this one game or two games? Um, it is one game with both sports built in, which is a little strange. And how so, good are they? <laughs> Well, let's look at the cover of the Sports Illustrated, where we get to see a, a white, a white, fo- like a basically like a photo negative of a baseball player in fr- in complete darkness <laughs> swinging a baseball bat, where we get to see a uh, a football player who is head to toe black and with white pants, and it's as it's as good as uh, four bit Game Boy sports coverage can be. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was licensed by any major leagues or anything. So you're not playing with, you know, players that are, (laughs) I mean, it's just, ugh. I mean, it's, it, it, what, what it does have going for it is that it like pretty much looks like the respective sports. So the graphics look all right, actually. Yeah. There's a cool little blooper sequence. The pitcher in the, in the pitching looks pretty well done. The batter looks like a million miles away from, from me though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look terrible. It just, I mean, just looks like a generic sports game, you know. Yep. That's what I have to say about it. So moving on to the next game, we have Jurassic Park for the Game Boy. Jurassic Park. Oh God. Ah. To Jurassic uh, uh, uh. Park. <laughs> there was a great oh. Reddit post about why clever girl. Um, why the new movie is like so bad compared with the original Jurassic Park. I'll see if I can find it. While you guys I haven't talk seen about the this. new one yet. Uh, the one with yeah. I mean, it's got um, what's his name? Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt, Chris Pratt. And, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I mean, it's, I it's, it's all right, but um, it's. I guess it was supposedly like a, just a remake of the first one, right? The same story. Yeah, but like, okay. It's like the Force Awakens, but Jurassic Park style. <laughs> right, like it's it a sequel that's a I complete mean, remix of the first. Mm. You've so. got dinos. You got the park shutting down. You've got Nedry. You've got I don't know Jeff Goldblum. What, was Wayne Knight in the movie again? As like as like Nedry's brother or something? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Hey, who are you? And the same, I look like the same guy that fucked up everything in the last park. But I, I promise you, I'm not going to do it this time. That's funny. Why are you wearing? Why are you? Right. Why are you wearing a? Why are you wearing a faceplate? 
Oh, no. No reason. Is, so <laughs> is this the first Jurassic Park game that we've come across uh, in Nintendo Power? No, we had the Nintendo. No, version. we had the yeah, and maybe the Super Nintendo as well. Okay. Actually, may have missed that one. So it's what a it's sort of a isometric perspective of uh, an adventure game. Kind of. It seems like a top, like a almost top-down shooter. It's like a okay. three-quarter-down shooter that isn't isometric because the uh, the levels that you walk across seem to be like they're not on an angle. Gotcha. All right. So we get to meet uh, Dilophosaurus, Velociraptors, Gallimus, Triceratops, Tyrannosaurus Rex, and a Brachiosaur. Now, doesn't a Brachiosaur not exist? Um, I think you're thinking of the Brontosaurus. Ah. Brachiosaurus is real. Yeah, that was shocking to learn, you know, because I was, I was uh, learned about the uh, Brontosaurus growing up, and then just recently, I, you know... Because I at uh, the pediatrician's office where uh, my my kids go, they actually have an old poster that lists out dinosaurs. Brontosaurus is still on there, and you know I don't hear a whole lot about that anymore. And I kind of looked it up, and I was like, oh yeah, it was like labeled a fraud because some scientist took the head off of one dinosaur and put it on another, <laughs> and called it the Brontosaurus essentially. But it's there's no such thing. There's the Brachiosaurus, but it doesn't have that big of a head. So and, uh, that's what, yeah. What, what about the Velociraptor? Isn't that supposed to be like it's got feathers? It's supposed to be like a feathered like bird dinosaur offshoot. Mm, there's there's different uh, dinosaurs that uh, have the feathers. I know what you're talking about though, but no, that's that's Velociraptor is correct. So they've got like different missions. They're not all to shoot shit and move on. You've got to collect eggs in one of them. You've got to ride a a, a creek in the other in a little inflatable uh, raft. You have to restore power. You've got to put put bombs around to blast raptor nests. So you've got kind of missions you've got to do in addition to uh, obviously surviving. So I can't imagine it's that great of a game, to be honest, especially on the Game Boy. Because this is, looks exactly like uh, one of the NES games, I want to say. So... Did you find me looking for John? Did we yeah. Your time? So the guy, the guy explains, he's like, um, why Jurassic Park? Let's see, what is it? Um, it? Treats its cast and audience so much better than Jurassic World does is the premise of what he's saying, and, and so he says, I have very strong feelings about this. The thing is that made Jurassic Park great was his reverence, reverence for intelligence. Everyone in that movie. Literally everyone is smart and capable. The kids, the sniveling lawyer, even the fat slob Dennis Nedry. The movie goes to great pains to show that the, he's the best there is at his job. For an early 90s action movie, it was a revelation. 80s was all full, full of shoot first, ask questions later. Action heroes that were idolized for their can-do attitude and straight talking. Folksy stupidity. Smart people filled exactly two roles. The bad guy or the bumbling sidekick and bully victim. Smart people were a plot device existing only to be protect, protected by a strong yet stupid hero or defeated <laughs> by, their, by their overthinking and their evil commie ways. Nerds are to be mocked. Jocks are to be he- are the heroes. As for Nerds. smart women, forget about it. Nerd ladies Nerd. don't get do, don't get to be married, let alone her don't get to be married, let alone heroic. Then comes Jurassic Park. Here's the film where the baddest motherfucker on the screen was a chaos mathlete lady killer with a black leather jacket and $400 shoes. The idea of a rock star mathematician blew my mind when I saw it as a kid. You can be cool and smart. 
Sign me up. It's not limited to Ian Malcolm, a teenage hack. But it's not limited to Ian Malcolm, a teenage hacker girl with a shotgun wielding paleobotanist. To this day, are some of my favorite female characters of all time. They're both feminists as fuck. Some of their ex- the exchanges between them and the men around them are just epic. What's what makes this film so great? Sure, the dinosaurs are awesome, but the film isn't about them. We've seen dinosaurs. This film is a bunch of smart people being smart, being celebrated for that smartness, not shit all over for it. Can you imagine anything more inspiring than an insecure, smart kid who had been fed a steady diet of movies where the only characters you can relate to are punch bags for the hero? I know I'm not the only one who feels like that. Then we get to Jurassic World. Fuck that movie. <laughs> All the progress that the film had made was suddenly thrown out the window. The 80s tropes are right back in there. The hero, the hero is a fucking cowboy military man. One he- female character is literally choosing between work and life, as though being good at your job is unseem- unseemly for a lady. And she runs in high heels. There are exactly two smart people in this film. Number one is Henry Wu, a mad scientist. He's the bad guy. In case you can't tell, he's literally wears a, bla- a bad guy b- black rolled turtleneck from the moment you see him on the screen. Boo! Science is bad! Number two is the nerdy little brother. His entire character arc is essentially man up, stop crying and thinking about things so much, and jump off this cliff. That's it. <laughs> he's literally there to tell children to stop, seeing it, s- stop being such a fucking geek. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. This is why I hate this movie. I saw it in the th- cinema and it happened sat by some young kids seeing the film with their parents they're giggling and whooping but did they leave the cinema feeling validated for who they are did they feel like the film gave them permission to be a fucking mathematician badass or a riot girl hacker I doubt it (laughs) so I I thought that was pretty good I just looked I just looked up on rational wiki to find out like I knew that they had had to fuck up more than like one dinosaur here so I looked up rationalwiki.org Jurassic Park and I Mm. see the first thing they mention is the Tyrannosaurus Rex the, it famously portrays that the T-Rex cannot see targets that aren't moving. Right. At one point, the T-Rex even sn- leans in and sniffs Grant, but does not attack him because he's not moving. Now, there's no evidence that suggests the T-Rex was un- uh, is unable to see immobile prey. And the sequel spoofs this by explaining the T-Rex was simply full when it approached Grant. Another character <laughs> well, makes and- the fatal mistake of assuming the T-Rex hunts on movement and is killed standing still. <laughs> The um the and Velociraptors are more like the size of a chicken than the Velociraptors portrayed in the film. Yeah, and then there's like, the Dilophosaurus stuff. The, the Dilophosaurus is that like supposed to be like the short duck? Oh the no the spitters. Yeah, uh, it was the a Dolph duck. Lundgrensaurus. <laughs> what? What did Dolph Lundgren do? Was he caught like spitting something out of a men's room or what? Full penetration. That's what Dolph Lundgren does. Oh my god. <laughs> The sunny, always sunny uh, joke there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. He look. He looks at the guy's ass. I must break you. If All he right. dies, he dies. <laughs> so the Dilophosaurus. It says so, another yeah. dinosaur, effectively unknown to the public. Dilophosaurus are known for two traits: the frills that pop up around its neck when attacked, based on the frill-necked lizard, and spitting venom at its prey. However, neither of these traits are based in reality. They were both designed by Crichton and the film's creative team. While the Dilophosaurus so, is described at accurate height, the animal in the film is only three feet tall. And then there was so the pterodon. They're not dinosaurs. So, so shocking they fucked up the dinosaurs. All right, so all right, the vol- all right, velociraptor all right. is about the size of a turkey in real life. 
Yeah. Right. That's that's sorry. I said chicken, but yeah. it is. And then right. they talked it's about a, the uh, the DNA the DNA fuck ups that uh, DNA would yeah, not that, survive for don't even get don't even get me start don't even, don't even get me started on that bird DNA would better be used to fill in the DNA code than amphibians. That's because yeah, the birds so. are genetic evolutionary descendants. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so. So moving yeah. on to something a little more realistic. Next game is yeah, WWF King of, of Real. WWF, that's super real. Oh, right. man, look at those nipples. <sighs> Got Brett the Hitman Hart after he's uh, yeah. iced up his nipples. Near. Brett, Brett the Nipman Hart. Ready yeah. to cut glass at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so what that's, do we have? That's his secret to cat burgling. We have a pretty good. You walk good, up to the uh, window and just like lean up against the glass, make a pretty big good, circle, and there you go. That's how you get in. Pretty good collection of eight wrestlers here. So we got what Brett mm-hmm. Hitman Hart, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Yokozuna, Macho Man, Mister Perfect, Razor Ramon, and Lex Luger. And then of course you, the character you create as well. Um, and it's kind of you know same thing as the uh, WrestleMania games like. They have the, the same moves, and they've they ported it pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. It's got one-on-one match, tag team match, and then there's a King of the Ring tournament that you can take part in. So what's well. happening in the tag team screenshot with Yokozuna? Like, he, he's lifting his arm up. I don't know what's happening under his arm. Is that, like, just his, like, titty flopping down? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah some, man, some side man boob it's going his titty on, there, resting yeah. on It's his titty resting on his chest. There's just a line coming down in a V shape under, like, sideways towards his gut. Oh my god, the one I thought the, the I only saw the thing in front of his armpit that would be his titty. What's under it? Oh my god, this just got to be like some freaking dumpy roll. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's happening there. So, that, anyways, there you go. That looks like fun. Yeah, it's wrestling in your pocket. What more could you want? <laughs> All right. Just like when you hit puberty. Mm-hmm. Speaking of in your pocket. How about some lemmings in your pocket? Oh, just what everybody wanted. Little little guys crawling around inside your pants. Oh, great. Just in case the, uh, the, the colored lemming screen that was all red would be hard to read. Now we've got Ugh. fucking shitty black and white garbage on the screen. Yeah. It's actually oh, it's easier to see. God, this, <laughs> screen, this screenshot. It's, what the fuck yeah. is under it? More than 150 levels. It looks like a debugging menu. Mm-hmm. Where? No. Oh, he's talking about the the oh, main the pillars. Yeah, it looks no. like a debugging menu. The one that's right under the uh, the main screen uh, on the first page. Under okay. like travel travel trouble, like right on the main page. It's yeah. got like some sort of rocky background. And that did not terrible. transfer well. And a lot of nothing in the middle. None of this shit seems connected. Yeah. So it's lemmings. You know what lemmings is? It's in your portable lemmings. Yay! Counselor's quarter. You know, it really doesn't make the the Game Boy section fun when it's all ports. Gotta be honest, mm. you know, there's no, if there's not an original game, there's not a whole lot of time we can spend on it because we've already talked about the better game, better version of it, pretty much. Counselor's Corner, we have Matt Clark here, giving Thomas. out some Reddit tips. How do I earn lots of karma? <laughs> Take po- some pictures of your girlfriend yeah. and put them up on Gone Wild. That's po- my first suggestion. Put some nudes, bro. <laughs> get get that revenge subreddit going. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> what? Well, you were talking about posting was, nudes. Yeah. Is that what you post yours? Ca- how can I earn fast cash? Same suggestion. <laughs> so we're gonna, I we're never find. Po- I never. I never post my nudes on Reddit. I always post hers. Oh. So if we want to find pics of tires. We should go on there. What's the handle? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 
anyway, so it actually is tips for Shadow. We've had a few tips for Shadow Shadow One. Shadow Run over the last. So the handle is ball rubber. Got it. That one can be found at r slash spare tires. So, a couple couple Shadow Run tips. Anything to say about Matt Clark? He looks pretty well adjusted, pretty normal. Yay! That's that's what's the worst thing about him is that he's so handsome and mundane. There's nothing really to chastise him for. Does he have curls? Uh, no. It looks like he has curls. No. Uh, not under my scan. Next up, next we up. got uh, prematurely balding Charles Emery. Who's yeah, uh, who basically says, Paul uh, Giamatti. Yeah, he looks yeah. like Paul Giamatti, but his pickup line to girls is definitely, once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't look Emery. black. Emery. Ebony. Yeah. Ebony. Emery oh. is like a nail filing <laughs> board. Yeah. Emery is like the, Once you go to a nail salon, you never go back. Yeah! <laughs> John's Once you go to a nail right. salon, there's nowhere else you'd get it on. So this actually is a pretty yeah. helpful little section. They give you a full layout for Lost Vikings uh, level 33. So if you're stuck on that level, this is actually pretty helpful. They give you a full like walkthrough of how to get through like one specific level of the game. So... Which is kind of unique. I don't think they've ever done that before. Like a map and layout of just like one level. It's like one response. You there? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Okay. Next anyway, up we have right. uh, Heartbreaker Denise Culliver for Fire I and Ice. She, I think uh, she used to be a man. Well, she was that's a why she broke hearts. Work. It used to be Dennis. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> So the next one. She actually yeah. looks normal. I'm just, I don't know. That was the only joke. Fire and Ice was the sequel to Solomon's Key, which mm-hmm. itself is the prequel to what was it, Solomon's Club or something like that, right? It's the third one. Make love in this club, club. I don't know. I'm not sure bad. And then last up, we got Tom Herzog for oh, the Legend of Zelda. Glorious. Yeah, I don't know if glorious you're. I don't know if it's Tom. just a scan, but this guy looks like he's in fucking witness protection because his face is all fuzzy. No, I think that's the years and years of beatings from bullies. <laughs> it's just rendered his face indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. What about he you, Ben? Like does, your, does your scan look good or what? Yeah, it looks pretty good. Oh, hey. He looks like he's a relative of Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Except not, not blessed with the brains. Uh. <laughs> so he's, share, yes. All right. he's teaching us how to beat Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Uh, like, how do I use the three cards in the tail cave? And, uh, yeah, he t- tells us how to there's do a that. Tail, there's a cave where you get tail? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Wicked awesome. Now we got the new NES. You know, t- this the is new, like flogging a dying horse right here. <laughs> the new, new hotness. I take issue with some of the classic NES titles they put over here, by the way. Top Gun, fuck you. Like, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> Solar uh, Jet Man. The Chess Master? The, yeah, the Chess Master? What the fuck? TMNT Tournament TV. Fighter? Yeah. Mega Man exactly. Mega Man 6? Oh my exactly. gosh. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, what? Got, like, the classic, classic titles. Oh, that, says, that right. says new new and future titles. That's not a classic. Yeah. Yeah, that's the stuff that's coming down the down the road. Nobunaga's ambition as a classic. Oh fuck. Tecmo no, 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 no. NBA basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so we get to see different things. And like, it starts out strong. It's like Super Mario, Zelda, like Battletoads, Metroid. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, all right. Ninja Gaiden, all right, yeah, yeah. Tecmo Super Bowl, sure. Blades of Steel, all right. I love how they didn't, like, you know, they call out Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers 3. And then for the rep, and then they call it their own titles individually. But then for like Mega Man, Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Turtles, uh, yeah, where, right. there's like fuck it, one through whatever. <laughs> so. Mega Man one through five, Castlevania one through three. It's like yeah, they're all good. It's all good. So let's see. The they've changed the internal circuitry to make it easier to assemble, great, and repair. Like I care. All right, gone are the out of video outputs and a number of components that have been combined to a single custom chip. So yeah, and the uh, old NES box was designed once again by Lance Barr. So and then mm. yeah. yeah, they can't all be winners, I guess. All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of things that don't win, we've got Battleship on the NES. Just play the fucking board game. We don't need a video game version of Battleship. We don't need a Battleship movie. We don't just fucking Battleship is Battleship. Stop. Ah. Want to make America great again? Stop making shit like this. Oh, that's what I have to say. Oh, they are being great again because now we're getting a Tetris movie. <laughs> are we really? Does it also star? Does it also star Adam Sandler and Peter Dinklage? <laughs> uh, that Pixels thing. Oh my goodness. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. You're like, well, clearly someone <sighs> needed a paycheck. Yeah, that was uh, sad. Sad to watch Brilliant. the trailer. And I'm sad for anyone that went and paid money to go see that. Yeah, I'm looking at geek.com. It says that the Tetris movie not only exists, but has an $80 million budget and is a trilogy. Why? Why? Who does it star? Because Adam, children are star, star. Children does it star are better Adam be, Sandler. It better be a drama about the making of Tetris in Russia. You know, you know how I would see, you know, I would see if it starred John Cena. I'd say that much. <laughs> This is, like, I think the reason they're making this is children are starting. Whatever, like this, the Cena intro. John Cena! Children Sunday! Children are starving, so they need to waste money rather than justify wasting it on them. Did you see that, uh, like, he... He embraced his meme and, like, showed up to a children's hospital, like, surprising kids with that thing? Oh, really? Yeah, they had, like, a... No. Hey, uh, what, you know, what's your favorite wrestler? Oh, I don't know. Let's see John Cena. He like just John Cena, and he like busts through like a wall, basically. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so now he's the Kool Aid Man. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> he's got some humor about himself. I like. I dug it. Is it you it. can't see me song? There it is. Yeah. There we go, the John Cena song. But yeah, he had like a live band of like mariachis playing with him. Oh, that's awesome! You know what? I he, I I think he has fun with. It. I mean, like as much as much as people like to rag on wrestlers, like I, I mean, some of the, some of the the big star guys like do seem like they have. I mean, The Rock obviously has a lot of fun with it, and John Cena, and I think yeah, it's the guys up, that. Uh, the, Wow. 
unexpected John Cena in real life. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Well, one um, thing I think we can all agree about uh, Jur- uh, about the Tetris movie is that it's going to be a real blockbuster. Ah! You better be doing some speaking lines in Tetris movie. <laughs> There's definitely going to be lines to see this movie. Speaking of busting some Be there or up. be square. Flintstones, the game for NES. Uh, or it's not a Flintstones game. There's been Flintstones games. The Flintstones, another game. the sequel. The to... surprise at Dinosaur's Peak. Yeah. I think, so I think the surprise is actually... the surprises that people and dinosaurs existing at the same time. I think this is actually the one that I played with my son. Mm. Was this one? Oh my god, this looks fucking awful. What? It it's just there's not even a mountain. It's just let's just do like this cutout and just put fucking pink in the background. It's a struggle I mean, to just just climb up ledges. I mean, it is really the NES is. There's no losing, control scene. Is the NES uh, losing the ability to do to use colors? I think uh, the publishers are just losing the ability to I think it was just kind of like shit we have to put a game out because the system's dead we might as well publish it and get whatever we can back is literally the logic that went on with something like this yes. you do realize that if so. you make it better you'll actually make some money who yeah. was buying NES games at the fucking end of 93 no one they're selling a new <laughs> Nintendo they just said like hey now we got this Super Nintendo knockoff mm. But it's just a regular Nintendo. It's got the T-bone. Yeah, controller. and how many people yeah. bought that thing? Just to so why don't you your fucking so appearance on your uncles. Mike, why don't you go out and buy a Wii U then? <laughs> I'm waiting for the Switch. I hear, I hear they're coming they're out with a new Zelda game for it. Oh fuck! <laughs> <that>. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Go, uh, Peter Guzman, one of our sponsor, one of our Patreon sponsors, is getting the Wii U version. I'm like, really? Oh You're getting like the la- the last gasp of a dying console? Come on, that just, yep. it never got traction. Like, it, the idea is good, but I think that's the 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 switch is like the realization of it. I think switch uh, is the non prototype version. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> All right. It's the beta. Uh, it's the beta Wii U. Top twenty. Uh, Super Nintendo. We have. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past at number one, Star Fox number two, and Street Fighter two, The World Warrior uh, is number three, with interestingly the Street Fighter two Turbo, the superior version I would say, is mm-hmm. at number eleven. So it's weird to list them separately, honestly. Well they yeah. are different games. Like they were they're different carts. Like I know, they're not but it's even, like I don't it's think the same I ever, experience. I anybody that owned the original one, everyone I knew had Turbo. Hmm. So and, uh, you're facing the choice. It's like, well, I'm gonna get the one that has the DLC in it, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah, and our insert is the boy playing his Game Boy attached to a much larger Game Boy, not playing against anybody, but somehow summoning, I guess, what's a a, a gas it's like demon? A, it's like a mud demon or something. Yeah, I don't who's know farting through his armpits? Mm-hmm. And the Game Boy top three: uh, Super Mario Land 2, Super Mario Land, and Kirby's Dream Land. So, a lot of lands there. Uh, and the NES top three for 48 months. Super Mario Brothers 3 at number one. Uh, 61 months on the top 20, Legend of Zelda. Woo. And actually, three months in, Kirby's Adventure is poking its little turtle head out and uh, <laughs> made its way made its way there. So, All right, and then we have a uh, Street Fighter uh, arcade cabinet contest is the player's poll here. 
It's pretty cool. Featuring four all-new Street Fighters, Phalong, Cammy, Thunderhawk, and DJ. <laughs> so that yeah, his was smile's that, pretty creepy. Was that the new guy in Street Fighter Turbo, or is it only in this arcade? Arcade. I don't. It's arcade version. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Huh. Well, so. that's that. <laughs> you can win a you can win a cabinet. Second prize. Uh, ten winners will get Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and then obviously the uh, third prize every month, 50 t-shirts. Uh, now playing everyone's favorite part, uh, Mortal Kombat, what do they have to say? Uh, 75 <laughs> you're, bucks. You're gonna bleed out the asshole when you buy it. Fucking 75 bucks, are you kidding me? In 93 dollars. That's like a million dollars today. <laughs> Alright, excellent graphics, <laughs> animation, sound, the special moves will take some practice and skill to master. The new options add a great balancing factor between Mortal Kombat expert and novices. However, four of the finishing moves are not identical to the arcade game, but can also be a positive if you want a new challenge. The one-player game is pretty easy unless you set the difficulty to very hard. Mike, you want to take the vidiots? The Ren and Stimpy show vidiots! <laughs> we get to see the graphics do really do look like the television show. And I gotta say they did. And they show some of the items and animations yeah. displaying the nutty slapstick of the cartoon. The music and the voices help to create the feel of the show. Of course... I remember playing this game. That game was it felt true to the... They, like, it was kind of oddball animation style. Like, they did a good job of capturing the feel of well, the yeah. show. Well, yeah, in this show, we get to see uh, Army Wren walking through and then standing... And uh, sneaking behind the tree is Mr. Horse. And he's got the look <laughs> on his face that tells you he doesn't like it. Powdered Toast Man! <laughs> oh shit, Powdered Toast Man is there! I thought he was one of the mountains. Nope, that's Powdered Toast Man. Ugh. And then uh, the stages tend, but sadly, the stages tend to be repetitious. Although there are moments of inspiration, most of the game is fairly standard. You know, if standard is considered a negative, you're putting out a pretty decent game. Mm hmm. So, Ben. Drop some plot yes. on us. Plop a big load. Plock. Uh, they say that their super graphics and music give Plock lots of energy. Some innovative gameplay adds to the depth. The password feature lets players skip to the best stages. However, not all stages are equally innovative or fun. <sighs> John. And since you're the Star Wars guy, you can, you can take the Star oh, Wars. Oh, can I? Side. All right. Excellent Super Empire Strikes Back. Excellent graphics and and graphics effects. Superior sound. A wide variety of gameplay and a close interpretation of the movie makes Super Empire an outstanding game. The password feature makes this game less frustrating than its precursor Super Star Wars. Some new moves plus Jedi powers add to your offensive abilities. However, some players may object to departures from the original story, especially at the end. Princess Leia still has no active role. Just like the movie. <laughs> and then in GP1, we got a motorcycle uh, GP simulation uh, from Atlas. Uh, great graphics and excellent two-player split-screen option. The realism and challenge are true to motorcycle racing. It can be difficult to see your bike in a crowded field, however. Mike, you want Super Bomb Man? Sure. Bomberman. The first, first four-player simultaneous game. Well, you've never had my little OKCupid okay conventions, then. The multi-tap huh. is included in the suggested retail price noted above. 
fast, fun action. Sadly, the game is so simple, as a one-player game, it gets old rather quickly. Yeah. So, again, especially when you're paying $70. Yeah. Fuck You get a multi-tap, though. You get a multi-tap. You're paying, it's worth like, it. Yeah, you're paying $50 for the multi-tap, $20 for the game. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fair. I'd do that. <laughs> All right, Dream TV from Triflix. Action-adventure game I've for one or two players. Dream TV takes a unique approach to a two-player cooperative adventure game by splitting the screen. Both players have the freedom of motion, how good graphics, although it can become a bit confusing when the split screen shows different parts of similar areas. So it's running hmm. like two concurrent games, effectively. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's difficult to avoid being hit, though the method of using items is seldom clear, and when you leave one character in the one-player game, he's apt to take damage. What? Younger this player. is brilliant. It says the characters appear in split screens when apart, but when they come together, the two split screens merge. Wow. That's cool. That's technically it's very ahead cool. of its time. Uh, like <laughs> an evil being named the Critic has been commanding teenagers to collect missing puzzle pieces for some unknown purpose. I feel this is like screaming out for a Let's Play. I guarantee. <laughs> I would just love to see if you, the final boss is Jay Sherman telling you it stinks. Okay, mark this one up for the uh, taste test there, Mike. Oh yeah, taste test, sorry. Let's That'll be like the Super play. Nintendo one, so that's going to be like a little while down the road. Yeah, yeah, jump it ahead in the line. Jump ahead. <laughs> the public demands, Mike. Yeah, and by public, it's Ben and me, and all right. that's all that really matters. We if you demand. If you supply the artwork, it has to happen. Yes. There we go. Lock on is an arcade combat game uh, from Vic Tokai. Uh, they say the graphics are impressive at first, and the Mode 7 graphics give the illusion of high speed. However, the game has very little depth, and it's mostly just a matter of pointing and shooting. I remember playing that game, actually, and uh, not really enjoying it all that much. So, <laughs> You want to talk about Pack Attack, yeah. Mike? I'll talk about Pack Attack. Oh, got Ben's got it. Yeah, Pack sorry. Attack says, This game is easy to learn, but endlessly challenging like Tetris and Dr. Mario. Solid graphics and excellent music add a sense of energy to the game. The two-player option is a kick. Inclusion of a password feature is nice. However, some players may find this game is too derivative. If they've already mattressed Tetris or another Tris game, they may not feel compelled to master Pack Attack. <laughs> and you know what I've been screaming for? A volleyball video game. I've just said there's not a volleyball video game. With robots. There, right? With robots. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about that one, Mike? Bill Lambeer's <sighs> Hyper V-Ball. Well, yeah, right. Okay, first, I'm, I'm going to have to deviate and actually read some of this shit because it it's priceless. Okay. Okay, volleyball may not be one of the most <laughs> popular big money sports in America, but it's becoming a major international sport. Mick O'River. Mick O'River, which is the name of a licensee and not a new trout burger from McDonald's. <laughs> trout burger. Trout burger. So, so, well, they do serve a fish burger Tiffany, close your legs. It smells like a trout burger. <laughs> uh, you got to close your legs, that. Tiff. All the Catholics are showing up on Friday. Okay, so serves a hyper... <laughs> for the Super NES this month. The side view of the court looks good and allows for the setup and execution of volleyball's ultimate shot, the spike. It includes a men's league, women's league, and hyper league, which is played in hyper suits that allow for super moves. 
Well, I guess they'd be able to have like a, that would be like a varsity thing since you know both genders would be accelerated or whatever. So we get to see like one. I thought would just be like kids with ADHD or something. <laughs> okay, hit the ball! Hit the ball! Is my mom in the crowd? Mom, look at me! I'm gonna hit the ball! Mom, mom, mom I'm gonna hit the ball! Look at the ball! What, mom? I can't hear you! I'm trying to look at the ball, mom. <laughs> The, set, the crowd is just a, is like a sea of autistic screeching. <laughs> so, anyway. It says here, you can create your own team. Oh, wait. First, the inserts. They got the inserts of oh, Jesus uh, Christ, the Mike. kids playing at the volleyball, which looks fine. And you think, well, it's just fine. But then the second insert shows a picture of what seems to be like Johnny Five's dad. Just like pointing at something like, you call that a shot? You call that a safety raft? <laughs> ha. <laughs> I don't know volleyball terms. So Johnny he goes. Five is alive. Johnny Five <laughs> is going to kick your ass. Ref, are you fucking blind? So he says you can create your own team, including team colors and lineups. Play control is simple to master. Negative: the side angle view doesn't allow for realistic placements of shots or many volleyball strategies. Yeah, you think yes. they would have figured that out when they were making it and totally change it. All right, you can you can take cool, cool spot. spot too if you want. Oh, there we go. You got it. Cool spot says fantastic animation and high energy gameplay makes spot a great action game choice. However, if there's a weakness to cool spot, it might be that it isn't particularly challenging. A good player might whip through this game rather quickly. It does look Six, great. Sixty three dollars. No, no. Fuck this. Bucks. That should. You should be able to pick that up with like seven proofs of purchase from your local store. <laughs> oh my god! Like, just gather some UPCs from a carton from uh, like some Seven Up crates. I do like the animation where you get to see him surfing on the bottle, but the Seven Up is missing the dot because he's the dot, and he and he peeled himself off his own bottle so yeah, he could surf intro. it on the screen. That's pretty that's, cool. That's the intro. He jumps off the bottle. And in the in the in the grand theme of movie like movie themed uh, video games we have cliffhanger saying story slice alone right. <laughs> are you British you're Adrian <laughs> basically I just act like I have a stroke whenever I try to <clears throat> do my, my anyway so uh, cliffhanger has more variety of play than most scrolling fighting games some of the animation is quite good however the enemies don't exhibit, exhibit much variety in their attacks or intelligence and the climax sequences are limited and don't require any real skill. Just like his acting. Womp womp. Oh. <laughs> so, what else do we have? Mario is missing. We get to see the uh, Super Mario World logo colors, but this time they say Mario is missing. And uh, I like this game. I enjoyed it. And All right, what do they have to say about it? The, well, what they have to say is the missing artifacts cover a broad range of historically important works of art and architecture from all cultures, not just Western civilization. And a password feature lets you continue as you progress at your own pace. The negative, and I can vouch for this, each street looks pretty much like every other street resulting in confusion. The, con the control functions are a bit awkward, especially for simple but necessary activities like talking to people. Not a traditional Mario game. Right. But, you know, it looks All like right, a and the next Mario up we have Flintstones. <laughs> right? Flintstones, surprise at Dinosaur's Peak. They say, good but simple graphics and generally good play control. Fred and Barney have special abilities. However, the challenge level's on the easy side. 
<laughs> so they disagree with your assessment of it. They do, apparently. <laughs> and then we got Thomas the Tank Engine. John? Thomas the Tank Engine, download the, the mod for Skyrim. Choo-choo, motherfuckers! That's all I have to say. I'm not talking about Thomas the Tank Engine in the game. It's fucking Thomas the Tank Engine. I'll talk it's about game. it. Alright. They say a variety of simple learning activities for children, good music, easy to learn controls. However, children must have some basic reading skills to get the full benefits of the program. The Fuck that. I don't need to read for games. <laughs> the edutainment emphasis here should be on education. The game elements are very simple. And for a game this simple and derivative, it is fifty fucking dollars. <laughs> the Mario is missing game, which is a decent game, is fifty. Cool spot. $63 for a fucking ad game. <laughs> All right, Ben, you want to talk about Mortal Kombat? Mortal on the, on Kombat the game for Game Boy for $34.99. Get yourself, although the graphics have been simplified for this Game Boy version, the essence of the Super NES and arcade games have been well-preserved. However, the animation, not surprisingly, is considerably slower than the Super NES. That's about what I said. Mm. Then we have Lemmings. Easy to control, good graphics, and lots of game depth to keep Lemmings lovers heading for the cliffs. Passwords after every level. However, the veteran players may not find much challenge here as the puzzles seem quite similar to earlier games. <coughs> you want to talk about Gearworks, Mike? Uh, man, it's the first time I've heard of it. $30 from ImageSoft, 1 megabit. Oh my fuck. I mean, like, Mortal <laughs> Kombat is 2. Yep. So, it says here, uh, if you ever wonder what makes a clock tick, Gearworks may be the perfect game for you. It puts you in the place of a clockmaster who must connect spinning gear to a motionless wheel. Your means of doing this is to construct a linked series of gears. Gay. <sighs> Gay. Yep. All right. So, Next you make game some is... Rude Goldberg construction of gears, all driven by the original gear wheel. It says, Blah. it's a unique puzzle game for tinkerers. <laughs> and Gay. the negative. A greater variety of gear sizes would be the would give the game more depth, and I think you mean uh, to say gear, gear, gear. And then we have the uh, Sports Illustrated football baseball split game. Um, they have to say on the good side, amazingly good voice and other realistic elements such as penalties in the football game and player stats in the baseball. However, in the football game, the number of plays is very limited, and pitching control is limited on the baseball game. Uh, any notable uh, cool spot? Got a 4.1 on gameplay. What's Woo! Graphics and sound. And graphics. <coughs> that's what you're saying. Oh looks my good. God. Yeah. 3.8 for the playability, which means it beat Plock, Ren and also Stimpy beat Vidiots, Mortal Super, Kombat, Super Bomberman, and Super Empire Strikes Back. Well, mm. it looks like it tied Mortal Kombat. Dream TV <laughs> did pretty lousy. It's got like a 2.2 for play, a 2.8 for yeah. challenge. Shit. All right, so let's look at the turds here. Cliffhanger didn't do so well, predictably. Lock on. Flight combat didn't do so yeah. well. Uh, pack attack just barely cracked a three. And then down Mario's the missing. NES. Uh, they was, took a little shit on Mario's missing, didn't they? Wow. Yep. Barely, didn't even crack oh. a three on Mario's missing. Flintstones That's the, that's the Nintendo better. version. Well, I, Top, we, saw yeah. the ins, we saw reviews for the uh, Super Nintendo graphics. I remember seeing that, so what version did we... No, no, this seems to be... Uh, no, this was the Nintendo version. Mm-hmm. Those and are surprisingly Thomas. good graphics, because it looks like the Super Nintendo version. 
Yeah. Thomas the Tank me. Engine didn't do well, and neither did Gearworks. They got uh, Mortal Kombat for the Game Boy <coughs> around uh, mid th- mid threes. Yeah, they're not loving it. Not here right, either. Uh, yeah. Power uh, Players Challenge. Anything uh, stand out here? Nope. Okay. Now we got uh, like what is the fewest number of lives you've used after waking the wind fish? So. Like, after waking the windfish, you get to see how many times you've died, I guess. Seems to be a Zelda thing. And yep. the highest score right. on Star Fox was tied between two people. So that's interesting. That's weird. And then fastest time on Mute City 1 for F-Zero was also tied between two people. So next up, we have the Pack Watch. Looking ahead into the future. Future, future. Super In Nintendo. In the year 2000. <laughs> In the year oh. 2000. <laughs> nice. <laughs> For Wordtress, there was a, uh, the second best scar was from a guy from Prunedale, California. Mm-hmm. Which, you know... I, the, I, the, su- the sewers run really fast in that city. All right. <laughs> so, All right, for pack, Super Nintendo, watch. we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters, which is a Ooh. fighter game versus versus fighter game coming up for Super yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, it looks like Cap, Capcom kind of fighting uh, style. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, this looks good. The first Canali and last of his time for... Did, for you ever, did you ever play this? I don't remember playing this. I did, very briefly at a friend's house. It's don't I don't remember being terribly good to be honest. It's Street Fighter with Ninja oh. Turtles done. Yeah, because that but yeah, it feels like the kind of thing I would be all over if I was going to play a fighting game. Hey, try it, find out, uh, see, see if they drop the ball or not. That involves effort. Not as good all as right. Street Fighter. Jurassic Park for Super Nintendo. So we haven't talked about it for Super Nintendo, ha. Huh. So Maybe, that's coming well, we up. We talked about, oh, it was on Nintendo before or something like that. I don't know. We saw it at some point. So this is the one Nintendo. to play, and we'll talk about it in a future issue. Yeah, I've, I have played a fair bit of this one. I remember this one. So. Ah, Super Jurassic Park. I th- I played this one. And then, it uh, should be su- that you got a stun gun instead of like actual bullets to kill the dinosaurs. Like, like I don't think PETA extends to fucking reptiles. All right. And then Super, uh, Super Bowl. Bowl. Top, Top Gear, Gear 2. Got- Oh I love God. the shit out of Top Gear so much. That game plays pretty well. Yeah, the music, the music, right? The music isn't Genghis so Khan. Great. Yeah. Oh my God! It's fucking Nobunaga's ambition, the revenge, the super revenge. Yeah, another Koei game and Tony Miola's sidekick, sidekick soccer. Oh, it's like Lee Carvasa's putting challenge. Oh, um, oh, look at the next screenshot. The Lost Dimension Jim Powers in 3D. The first 3D glasses adventure for the Super NES. Wow. That's kind of interesting. And they also have two Game Boy titles coming out from Electro Brain, The Adventures of Pinocchio and Metal Masters. And then we have... And then... Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Star Trek, the next generation is coming out for the NES. Just what nobody wanted. Mm. You have a Trump Picard. <laughs> the Federation Riser Colony is under siege. Go. Show them how bigly our response is. We're going to be the world's biggest shield, and we're going to raise it so that no Klingons can make it past the border. <laughs> 
the, the Klingons are low energy, weak, sad. <laughs> What's that? All right. No, I don't think any one of my staffers have any kind of communication with the Romulans. <laughs> Can you believe what's uh, happening over in Kronos? Kronos. Of all places, Kronos. <laughs> all right. We have NFL quarterback club coming from Let's Just Not to the Game Boy. And Capcom is porting uh, DuckTales 2. Hooray, uh, it's the same game, game with less levels. And color by that. And then yep. we have more games coming up. Jungle Book for Super Nintendo. Oh my god, I totally misread Niagara. I didn't see the first A. <laughs> ah, the Jeff Sessions version. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Pink Goes to Hollywood, which is not a porno. It's uh, <laughs> Pink Panther Goes to Hollywood. And then we have Arcus Odyssey. That's an RPG, right? I'm pretty sure. Looks like one action RPG, maybe. Skyblazer, platformer, uh, the programmable joystick, which looks horrendous. It looks like a Super Nintendo trapped in a plastic <laughs> monstrosity is what it looks like. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what was that game? Trouble. It had that little pop-up thing in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we got here. We got a little pop-up bubble <coughs> from Trouble. Jungle Book. Have, both, uh, both, controller, both those controllers have 29 pre-programmed moves from Street Fighter. Plus the ability to custom save your own moves for other games. So they're like custom done for Street Fighter play. And there's a dual turbo thing too, which looks like a wireless Super Nintendo. It looks like a wireless Dr. Scholl's insert is what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's it's got a lot of length. Yeah. And we got Warren Moon and Boomer Esiason signing some gear at CES, so mm-hmm. everybody wanted their, their Boomer autographed uh, paraphernalia back then, I guess. So. And then d- get ready for Game Boy. We have Popeye 2 coming up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have Young Merlin coming out for... I, we get to see him know, fighting. What t- is going on? We get to see him that- fight. He's fighting Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, th- I think I've actually played that game for about five minutes. It was interesting. Hmm. All right, what do we have coming down the pipe? Oh, in the fuck. hot, hot, in the hot Chewbacca jizz load of. Uh, uh, speaking of hot, we month. get to see a lovely picture of a kid being boiled alive in a pot in the middle of uh, the Goblin Village, featured prominently in *The Secret of Mana*. A young boy mm-hmm. finds a sword one day and is suddenly thrust into the adventure of a lifetime. Check out all the action in this Zelda-like adventure action adventure game. You had me at young boy and thrusting. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> And they cover Jurassic Park for the Super Nintendo, Ultima, Runes of Virtue 2 for the Game Boy, and then TMNT Tournament Fighting for the NES. Yeah, they're, they're porting it already, it looks like. So. Oh my god, or, and you get to see orange characters fighting orange characters. This, mm. is, this is so fucking Trump versus Trump. Great. <laughs> one, two Trumps enter, one Trump leaves. <laughs> we all, all right. win. Hooray. <laughs> Yay. All right, and then uh, they have an ad for the player's guides. Uh, what else do we have? A street, they have a Street Fighter Two player guide as well as Super Mario All Stars player guide coming. Wow, the art so on that great. the art on that Street Fighter Two Turbo guide is awful. Yeah, it's, uh, that is the most racist picture of uh, Balrog I've seen. <laughs> At least he doesn't have a gap of it in his teeth peeking, <laughs> up, peeking out over it. All right, uh, and then uh, we have the uh, way cool uh, Nintendo in the block of ice. Um, Indeed. 
Okay. Uncle when ben. they do when they do that, they actually it's just a like it's a plastic shell that looks like ice. By the way, I know. It just yeah. looks like uh, they they didn't actually freeze it in a block ruined, of ice. I'm disappointed. Ruined yeah. one. Um, <laughs> all right. So go ahead and close us out. If you'd like to reach us, reach out to us in between episodes. Please find us on <coughs> Facebook.com/slash Playing with Power Podcast. That's the best way to reach all of us. If you reach out to, and touch us, <laughs> reach out and catch kids. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> Sorry, that's your line. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> quit biting his style. Touch my uncle. My bad. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to uh, find old episodes of our show, uh, go on to playwithpowerpodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show and send us a few dollars our way, please go to patreon.com/playwithpower. And uh, we'd love to hear your reviews on iTunes. If you go to iTunes and give us a review and a rating, that will be swell. And if you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can reach Mike at GetThePower88. And uh, that is all I have. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing.